So why did he need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have? It's not color. It's culture. S explain the difference, because I think we're, we're Steven in a space Spielberg right now. did Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. I know, you know, we all know what. It is what a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. All right. So it's a culture. What's going on, good people? Rich here. School in the building. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Ray P, and we're back for another one. Hey, man, back at it again with another episode of the Culture Garden Podcast. We appreciate y'all yes. tuning in. That never gets old. Um, thank y'all. Thank y'all, man, for coming in week in, week out. We appreciate it. Um, we feel this community and this family growing. Um, and we definitely feel that love. So thank y'all for that. Don't forget about We Got Y'all, the television yeah. podcast. We are having a lot of fun over there right now talking about Run the World on Stars. Like, honestly, like Rachel um, and myself have been waiting for this show to come back since 2021. Yeah, two episodes in. Two very, very good episodes as well. Um, so if you don't watch that show, you need to be watching it. Um, check out the link tree that's in our episode description. You'll see that. You'll see our social media page, how you can contact us, the YouTube yeah. feed. We got y'all everything. But seriously, if you um, need a show to watch, watch We Got Y'all. Check us out on our recap. We have a great conversation about it. Um, as far as today's episode goes... There will be spoilers, even though it doesn't really matter in a movie like this, but there will be spoilers. I just want to tell y'all just in case somebody gets upset about something like that. And um, we're talking about Lakeview Terrace today. Mm -hmm. And this is school's week to pick, mainly because it's school's birthday week. So if you listen to this, yeah. this on the day released, you know what I mean? <laughs> listen to this day released. That means tomorrow, Friday, June 9th, school's birthday. Hey. Happy birthday, school. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. 30, 34 of them things, man. 34 of them things. I'm just thankful to see another year, man. Real shit. I love both of y'all. Y'all have made this year like the rest, all my years, just, you know, grateful and, and amazing and rich. You don't, I ain't even, you done been with me. <laughs> yeah, man. But I didn't even know what a birthday was. You hear me? Yeah. So, it's my guy, man. So I appreciate you. Know. We you know, love you. Ooh, happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. Love thank you, man. Make sure you celebrate yourself. We just had to convince this nigga to make sure he called off work. As you <laughs> um, yeah, don't let don't let him get don't let him stress you on your birthday, man. Uh, we always talk about man, it's, so we obviously we've known each other our whole life. Um, so we always talk about how time flies and stuff. So I think I'm gonna post on the page, I'm gonna post a throwback picture of me and you Yo. from, from the 90s, from the early 90s. Yeah, buddy, you know what I mean? Um, for your birthday post this year on the page. So Happy birthday, my guy. Um, rolling into that, man. It was your week to pick. Lakeview yes, Terrace was your choice. Yes, sir. What made you go with this one? Um, Man, I, I was having a combo with a, a co-worker, and we were just talking about just bad movies, bad, good movies. And mm. I honestly, you you know how I feel about a, a bad, good movie or Every genre. a good, bad movie. You know, um, and this is on that list for me. Like this movie is is ridiculous, but at the same time, it's Samuel, bro. Like yeah. there's yeah. nobody else that could have played this like Sam. Like this was this is who you call when you 
when you want the character that he played in Abel Turner. And he delivered, man. And I watch this movie constantly. It's been a little while since I watched it, but I'm I'm back on it again. Like I'm gonna watch this three or four more times. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay no, nah, that's fair. That's fair, yeah. man. We're gonna get into first experience here, first experiences here later. Um, uh, but a synopsis on the film a troubled and race. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Let's just get this out. Do y'all want to can we have this? Do y'all want to have this talk? Can, can black people be racist? No, no. we cannot. <laughs> that's what every time I see the synopsis, I get weak. No, we cannot. A, a troubled and racist African American LAPD officer will stop at nothing to force out a friendly interracial couple who just moved in next door to him. The genre is listed under crime, drama, and thriller. As far <laughs> as the stats go, it was released September 19th, 2008. Still a different time, man. It was a couple yep. months before President Obama was elected. So this movie with that on top of it is just a silly little thing. Yeah. Um, directed by Kenya Barris. Um, nah, let me stop fucking with y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, King of Love interracial shit. He loves so. it, bro. Is it really interracial or his family makeup? I know. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you, man. Because it was on his ass when uh when uh when Black AF came out, but it was it no, wasn't no, no, no. the new oh, one. The one the with one. Uh, Jonah Hill. Yes, yeah, the one with Jonah Hill. What's the name of that one? Oh. I can't remember. It was I know, that came yeah. I, I, I made that joke because I don't know if y'all was on the internet or really paying attention. They was on his ass, and I was just getting weak because it was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the claims they were making against it, and it was so funny. I, anytime I see something interracial, I'm like, oh, that's some Kenya Berry shit. Yep. Man. Just because the Twitter was going crazy on him. Shout out to Kenya, man. He made great. He make great products. All right. Hey, I fucks with it. No, I really do. Like that, I, I really do. Um, that shit was funny to me because they was really on his ass, and I was laughing because y'all need something to do with y'all lives. If y'all <laughs> criticizing that man like that, that's what that that was comedy for me. Um, hey man, the internet, the internet was criticizing Blue Ivy, man. So no yeah, they just be, some some shit is so ridiculous it just makes me laugh. I'm like y'all crazy, man. Um, that's crazy. why I'm on a break right now. Mm-hmm. But it really was directed by Neil Laboot. Other movies he might that you might know from him are Nurse Betty and Death at a Funeral, the American version, obviously, with Martin. Nurse um, Betty's my shit, too, buddy. Yeah, I already know. Uh, written by David Lowry and Howard Quarter. It's produced by Will Smith's production company, Overbrook, mm-hmm. and had a budget of a tw- uh, estimated $20 million and made $44.6 million worldwide. So it doubled its budget. Wow. Definitely made money, obviously. And yep. it is currently streaming on Cinemax. As far as awards go, there were no any there no were no awards that they won. However, Samuel Jackson was nominated for a BET award for best actor. As he should have. Yeah, yeah. That he had Soul Man come out that year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was nominated for both of those. Kerry Washington was hot as fucking fish grease, too. Who? Kerry Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a real yeah, she was popping at this time. Yeah. Damn sure. popping. What the fuck? Uh, as far as cast goes, Samuel Jackson is Abel Turner, Kerry Washington is Lisa Matson, Patrick Wilson is Chris Matson. School, you probably know um, the other two actors that were considered for that role. Yeah, uh, Ashton Kutcher, and I can't remember the other one. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Yep. Yep. Now, Edward Norton, you ha- we had this conversation a lot. Edward Norton don't have any bad movies. You think? Uh, you think nah, this would be? Here's how, you, here, here's how you turn this movie into something. You get Edward Norton and you yeah. make it R. You make it rated R. Okay. 
I'm if you, you had those two elements, I think this movie's a whole different movie. Okay, I'm with you. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. I don't even know who Edward think, is. I was trying to Google that shit. Oh, Edward no. Fight Club? Fight Club. American History X? I know his face now that I'm okay. looking at it. Okay. Yeah, he's been in a lot. I <laughs> fuck with Edward Norton. That's because I'm a big... Like, Rounders is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's it. Rounders with him and Matt Damon mm-hmm. about poker. I have no idea what you're talking about. It came out like '98. It's cool. I wouldn't even expect you to know it, but that's that's like one of my that's like one of my favorite movies. Um, obviously, he was in American History X. He was he was the original Incredible Hulk in this new MCU before Mark Ruffalo took it over. Yep, yeah, he's been in a lot. I yeah, he I, see I know his face. Yeah, <laughs> we got Ron Glass as Harold Perot, uh, who played Lisa's dad. Jay Hernandez as Javier. Regina Nate Nehi as Celia Turner. Jay Sean Fisher as Marcus Turner. Vanessa Bell Calloway as Aunt Dory. And Cleve Pinkett as Damon Richards, the guy that they ran down in the aisle um, at the apartments. Yeah, that's, Jada's family. Yep, that's Jada's little brother. Mm-hmm. You know why I knew him? Uh, the last couple seasons of All of Us that Will and Jada produced, he was on. Yeah, as one of the assistants. Okay, um, they got you. He was act, he was an actor on the show. Uh huh. Okay, he played an assistant. He on played the- an assistant. Yep, he played uh Robert. Uh, I can't think of the nigga's name. Will Smith's best friend, the main okay. character. He played his best friend. I mean, he paid. He played his assistant. Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin. Yeah. Mm. I got. You. I got. You. Dang, I ain't watched All of Us in a minute. Man, it comes on Cleo and um, TV One all the time. Yeah, it's on Netflix right now. Is it? Oh, really? is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they got all the ESPN lineups on uh, Netflix. Okay, Damn, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, as far as the origin goes, did y'all know this is based loosely based off real life events? Yeah, man, this shit happened every day, man. What's next, Rachel? Did you? <laughs> no. Yeah, so this is this this is it was loosely based on some real life events that happened in Altadena, California. Um, obviously involving an interracial couple and a black cop, so they really took the same script, you know. Uh, mm. But I think it was yeah, it was a black woman, white man, as far as the interracial couple. So this black officer's name is Ursi Henry, and the neighbors are John and Melanie Hamilton. Um, it really started over an argument about a fence. There was a fence that the cop wanted to them to replace, and the neighbors didn't want to replace it, so. He said, fuck y'all pretty much and was blowing leaves in their yard, cussing at them, mm-hmm. yelling out racial slurs to them um, because they had mixed kids, obviously. Accused the 13-year-old son of stealing. He made some, I don't even want to say it, some shit that he shouldn't have been doing to the 13, to one of the daughters. and He had, he had to go to court for that shit. Some, yeah. sex, some shrewd and sexual act. Um, he didn't do anything physically, but he made a gesture towards her. Like, right. yeah, this cop was on one. He was really on one. Mm-hmm. And, um, he actually sued the neighbors about the fence and ended up getting $6,500 for him. Hmm. And it escalated from there. They both ended up putting cameras up. Uh, the, the cop was the one actually throwing cigarette butts in their yard, throwing eggs at the crib. Like he was wilding. He was, he did not like the idea of interracial couples. Yeah. So anytime he had a chance to harass them, he did. And then he actually pepper sprayed the husband one day. That, that that's what actually he ended up going he got got fired from the LAPD in 2006 ended up pepper spraying him because he blamed them for him getting fired pepper spray dude went to court the jury they dropped the case pretty much like they didn't find him guilty 
but he ended up packing up and moving and that's how everything kind of ended in real life but that i didn't know until i started digging for this movie that that was some real shit that happened wow did you find anything else cool on it no that's it's sad yeah that's just sad man yeah they acquitted him out I, I don't know i was searching for that word but yeah, if y'all want to look that up, like I said, Henry Ursi, just Google it. He was on some wild shit, man. And real piece of shit, dude. Yeah, sounds like it. Ray P. Yes. You remember your first experience with this movie? Um, I'm pretty sure I watched it on the premium channels at my parents' house uh, back in the day. I know for a fact I didn't see this in the theaters. Okay, uh, then. So, you remember your a first time? What the fuck is this? Uh, which, which is still my my thought. Like it in your in our I guess preamble to the show. You know, we we're saying good bad movies. I don't know what this is. Um, so hold that thought. Okay, because I have it down. I, I'll just ask you guys now before I get into my first experience. I wrote down because I had the same reaction, Rachel. What the fuck is this? Like it really. The question really is, who the fuck was this made for? Yeah, the audience for this film, like who? How did how did this make it? I went to the theater to see it, so I'm part of the reason why it made money. Um, <laughs> but it was a different time. I was 21. It's 2008. Like it's it's right. Samuel. It just looked like some other shit. But I wrote down like, is this a good bad movie or is it just a bad movie? I think it's a good bad movie. That's just my opinion. I think I it's think a bad it's movie. A good, bad movie only because. Because you don't know what the fuck is going on and what it's for, it keeps you engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's underwhelming, I guess, for what <laughs> you go through during the viewing. When you get yeah. to the end, it's kind of underwhelming. But like I said, first experience for me, I did go to the theater to see it. So the trailer had enough in there for me to say, all right, I'm going to spend you my know it. I don't know, man. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Whoever it was, it wasn't memorable. Um, nah, because I, I usually remember who I go to movies with if it was, you know. Anyway, we ain't even talking about that. But I remember going to see it at Franklin Park Mall in Toledo. Yeah. And just really sitting there thinking like, huh, that shit was wild. Like Samuel mm-hmm. was really in there fooling. That was yeah. crazy shit. And I, I bought the movie. It was probably one of those five for 20 blockbuster joints back in the day. And mm-hmm. I watched it a lot between 2008 and 2010. And I probably haven't watched it since 2010. Yeah. I had that same feeling. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, what, what, what is this? Like, what am I supposed to get from this? Yeah. Um, and that's what I leave with. So a couple more questions for you guys. You ain't asked me my first experience. Yeah, I'm about to say school. Your first oh, my bad. My bad, school. Nah, it's cool. Um, my first experience was uh 8585, man. Um, mm. I watched this at 8585. I I thoroughly enjoyed it and i remember going to buybacks and buying this uh one of them four for 20 whatever whatever it was and i watched this a lot from 2009 to 2011 and some shit like that and mm-hmm. like you said i haven't watched it in a minute it's been a while mm-hmm. and talking to my coworker, like i said bringing it up i'm like you know what that was my shit i'm about to check it out and it's still just as bad and ignorant as i remember like I love Samuel Jackson in this film, bro. Like he he's 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 he does he has that thing where he's very charming 
in moments, <laughs> then he's an asshole. <laughs> like, man, I, I'd have blew weed in that nigga face, man. I'd have blew <laughs> weed smoke, man. That nigga pissed me off so much. Like, if that was my and it's one of those situations where he's a cop. Like, as much as shit you want to talk, like that's different. Yeah, you just to go chest to chest with no cop. Like, what you gonna do? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can do something. Like, you can. I don't know. We would have had a real. I, I don't know. That's a tough situation because it's not a civilian. That's it that's what puts the twist on it. It makes me wonder how sh- was he a shitty cop? You know what I mean? Like because he obviously been a cop for a long time, and his partner was going for detective, mm-hmm. and it seemed like he felt a way about it. Like, but at the same time, you've been here for thirty years, homie. Like, why you ain't try to be a detective? Like, I think he. I, all right, so there are some like themes of class and the whole nine throughout the movie in regards to that particular part because right before that he said something like I don't want to be doing this when I'm pretty mm-hmm. much old like you and he stopped himself yep. and the way he looked at him because he didn't I was about to say Denzel I don't know where that came from Samuel Jackson um, Abel was talking about he busted his hump for his wife did everything picked up every single shift he could security so I think just that class of like I'm from the old school, like we really grinded our way to it. I bought this nice mm-hmm. crib. Um, yeah. I got in when the getting was good. Yeah, and you trying to get the fast way out. You don't want to put your. I think he was comfortable just with that grind. I don't know if he ever had detective or I don't think there was any shaft in him um, in that character. Um, yeah, I'll I'll add to that. Um, What's his name? Javier. He also said, I don't love this the way that you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. I think that knowing a lot of cops, <laughs> especially black black cops, um, to your point, Rich, I do think that there is um a, a different level um of grind, quote unquote, especially with older cops. And it just was much harder. Um, to move up, it depends. You know, he's been an officer for thirty years. This is the early two thousands. This came out. How hard was him? Was the detective test, quote unquote, available to him? You know, when he was in his prime, maybe, maybe not. Right, that's true. He, he very much could just love being a cop, just out there kicking ass because you're more on the streets once you are promoted you're not in the field like that you know it's more of a specialized thing or uh specialty responses versus just your everyday and i don't think that abel would know what to even do with himself not being busy like that especially considering all the work that he had put in yeah abel want to whoop ass yeah he do yeah whoop ass man he got some frustration to get out he want to press niggas yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like he wants to exactly. see that, like his interactions with civilians, with the mm-hmm. with the dude he had snitching for him that he ended up shooting. Like he pressed him, like all types of stuff. So I think that's just part of his personality. Speaking of his personality, were we to take? Do you think that? Why do you think that house was for sale anyway? You think Abel drove them out, or you think Abel just specifically has problems with them because they're an interracial couple? I think I yeah the pro I. I, I think he reveals his issues in the bar scene with that couple. So I, I definitely believe that that was just specific to them. Okay. Uh, I think that whoever lived there before just moved. It had nothing to do with, you know, Abel. Yeah, I was t- 
torn on that. I had that thought too. Mm -hmm. But then like his interactions with everybody else was okay. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It was fake, but he still could be quote unquote neighborly with everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am curious as to who else was in that house prior to Chris and Lisa. Yeah, nah, yeah you're absolutely right. Because there is when they went to the party, you know, uh, Abel's famous cornbread, you know, she was talking yeah. about how she loved having a black cop. She was in that, that na black neighbor in the white neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it seemed like they like him. That's a very good point. I wonder yeah. if there's any, you know, sometimes that direct neighbor might be a little different than the, the rest of the cul-de-sac. I don't know. I, I it was, His character was just well, so demanding well, that I could see him driving someone to be like, I don't, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, yeah. yeah. Well, remember uh, in the scene, there's a scene where when they walk, him and Chris walk together and he gives them the rundown on the neighborhood. Like, mm -hmm. he gives them, he tells them, you know, one guy's selling drugs, the other the other lady is getting abused by her mm -hmm. husband. And yeah, so he's he's very attentive. He knows what's going on in his neighborhood. Right. So, yeah, 100%, 100%. So you got to figure those people he invited to were all his cop buddies. Like, so... That's different as well. I guess what I'm... I, go ahead, Rachel. I was just going to say, and I, I, I'm inclined to kind of believe that the issues was because it was an interracial couple and mm -hmm. what we know of his wife, mm -hmm. uh, his deceased wife, because mm -hmm. when he thought Lisa and yep. her father were together, mm -hmm. he was not as put off. You know what I'm saying? He was more so intrigued yep. as to what's going on yeah so i'm glad you just brought that up because that's exactly what i was about to say not what you said exactly but that scene because okay. that's part of the reason i even brought it up mm -hmm. before he even knew they were in a racial couple he turned the water hose off you know he, abel was on some real creep like type he of was shit. keeping out the scenery wishing a nigga would yeah so he's creeping yeah. through and doing all of that looking through the window with the glass of water mm -hmm. so him just observing and obviously he's a cop he's a police officer so that's mm -hmm. just in their nature Mm -hmm. or, um, but I was part of me always wondered how much of that was just whoever this is if I don't fuck with them I'm going to give them a little bit of a problem mm. and I don't know I, like I said the interracial part could have triggered but that, that just him looking around and people in the scene I was just wondering like he's very that stood out to me so that's yeah. why it even crossed my mind um, but I, you guys are probably right it was probably just I don't like you with her mm -hmm. that's just what it is just like the real life guy yeah School, yes, sir. Classic or not? Nah? No, not a classic. <laughs> Ray P. No, nah, not a classic at all. <laughs> Hell no, no. <laughs> Whatever that song is, man. So let's go ahead and get into some categories. All right. <laughs> School. See what you got for best scenes, man. All right. Um, I got the opening scene uh, where you see Abel is. We what we were pretty much is talking about doing everything. It starts off this movie starts off very, I guess I don't want to say confusing because you know what's going to happen, but it is very. It, this story is as much about Abel as it is uh, Chris and Lisa is what I'm trying to say. Like it starts off, you know, he's waking up in the morning, he's you know uh, interacting with his children. He's obviously a great dad. That's that's never in the question. Is it? Nah, he a good dad, man. He a good dad. Um, uh, he slapped the dog shit out of his daughter and didn't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, man. 
it's old school. You know what it is. Shit, I done been slapped many, many times. Yeah, but hey, I don't know. Abel didn't care that he slapped his daughter. It was a little bit of remorse, you know. Well, I, I ain't going to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold um, on, time out. Hold on, time out. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. Was Abel a good dad? Do y'all think he was a good dad? I think, I think his intention was well. I think his heart was there. He meant the well. Road to hell is paved with good intentions. I yeah. think loved his children he does not want mm -hmm. to see them go down the wrong path um in his mind you know he had to get out of where is he from south central or compton um south i thought central. he said south central okay he had he didn't want to raise them there so there is a level of um moving on upness want to say black bourgeoisie despite being a police officer which technically is a blue collar job despite it being well paying and having good benefits you know right um, I, I don't think he was a bad father. I think the reins were pulled way too tight. Um, I did not get that he smacked his daughter often, Celia. Um, mm -hmm. True. So even though he ain't give a fuck, I think some of the sting was also shock. Like, yo, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that the reins were pulled very tight, especially considering what we later found out about his wife. You know, she was cheating. So now he wants to know where his children are constantly, especially his daughter. And think about the influence. You don't want her influenced by this black woman with this white man. I just think that he was a little uh, misguided. And then giving what we know of potential abuse by people of the of the blue. <laughs> uh, I think it, I think it's a great area. I don't want to necessarily call him a bad father, but him slapping the fuck out of her was crazy as hell. Um, because most fathers especially don't they don't really, really discipline their daughters. My dad has popped me uh, in the back of the head, <laughs> but I was like a ridiculous ass child, you know, Celia was nothing but could I imagine my dad like slapping me in my face? Absolutely fucking not. Like, uh, cocking back. That was some boondock yeah. shit, man. Yeah, he really yeah. did her. Like, nigga. Like I said, I ain't getting into that. She listen. He 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 was at his wits' end with her. She was on. She had been disrespectful this whole movie though. Like, you know. So, but here's so here's the biggest issue with Abel, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. He sees the world one way, and that's it. He doesn't have the ability to to mm -hmm. even think about compromise. Mm -hmm. Think about another way, and not just with his kids, with everything. Yeah, yeah. Whatever is in his head is law, mm -hmm. and that's his demise. And that's just how he operates. And when you don't fit in that world, he's gonna make it a living hell. Like he was hell. Like he would have been hell to live next door to. That's part of the like I yeah. said earlier. What makes this movie so intriguing because. It's not like some civilian where you can just go over and smack the shit out of him. Like, this is a cop. Like, you're not winning yeah. that. Yeah. I'm not even talking about it from a physical standpoint. You're just not winning that. He can make your life live. Yeah, absolutely. Hell and, to the point where you leave. Yes. I, back to that scene that we're discussing when he slapped uh, Celia. So, yeah. and, yes. When he slaps her and, you know, Lisa uh, acts as though she's going to call the cops or something. He said, here, I'll tell you who's on duty. Like, yeah. Bitch, what? What you gonna do to me? So yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I cut you off in the middle of describing first thing. I'm sorry, we just got caught up in Abel and his father, uh, him being a father. 
No, 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 no. I uh, I just like the scene because it, it, it distracts you. It throws you off. And just like you said earlier about, I love that he thinks that her dad is the boyfriend for a, sli- mm-hmm. for a slight second. They make you think that, you know, obviously mm-hmm. we know that that's not true, but Abel is, is blind to the fact that that's her dad. And, and it seems as though they might be sneaking around together, like how Chris looks to see if the dad's looking and then he, mm-hmm. you know, sneaks a kiss and, and uh, Abel makes this face like, oh shit, they might be, they might be fucking around. <laughs> so and that had him on alert right then. Yes, yeah, and he just he did a good job of portraying that nosy neighbor. Because, um, like you said, yes, he is a cop and he is observant. But as a as a homeowner, when the neighbors move in, we had some new neighbors, nigga. I was on it. Like, who is these? How many people in there? You know, so. <laughs> that's right. I was out my window a second ago trying to see who the fuck this was. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Hey, real quick, I meant to ask y'all this before we even got into the scenes. Um, in 2008, if they switched those roles, so if the officer, if the, the officer who was a neighbor was white and the, the man was black, and let's say it was a white wife, do they make that movie? Can you make that movie? Oh, because then it turns into a whole different thing. Racist white cop. Tyler Perry would have to be attacked. Like it would have to be. I just mean from ho- with Hollywood. I'm, I'm, when I say that, I'm, I'm okay, speaking from Hollywood. Hollywood trying to make money. Like, do you even think they even touch this movie if no. it's if it's made like that? No, especially with Obama. No, 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 no. Well, he uh, wasn't. He wasn't president yet. I know, it, but he was running. We knew he was about to. Yeah, he was true. running true. by this time. Absolutely not. They wouldn't touch this. Nah, I um, think it's possible, but I don't think that they would. Juice ain't worth the squeeze. I don't even think it's. I don't think you can get a good enough movie out of this to even validate. <laughs> and it who's going to be a to classic? Be, who's going to be, be a certified classic to make that movie? Yeah, who's going to be the actor that says, "I'll play that. I'm down." And it can't be the same movie because this is some. Like I said, this this movie, if, if to reach its potential, it needed to be R rated. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna go there, go there. In yeah. my opinion. Um, but yeah, I just always thought that too because it's something you think about. Like, damn, you can't even—I don't even know if you make this movie if the the neighbor's white. But either way, Rachel, you up on scenes? What you got? Um, I'll say Abel pressing Chris for the first time uh, mm-hmm. in the car, just because we are now getting a clearer picture of who they both are. Um, we had only seen them, you know. But this this first like real dialogue between the two, Chris coming up in his rap music, pulling up yeah. to the house, yep. Abel, you know, letting him know that you still ain't black despite <laughs> listening to music. You and your wife, all oh, you're alike. Mm, are y'all really? You'll never be like her. Essentially, mm-hmm. you'll never be black. Um, and we see Chris's personality like he's intimidated, and we later like you know that maybe it's a thing because you probably do get pressed often with this beautiful ass black wife yep i just like that just because it set us up for the ride we were about to go on understood understood yes I that down as well yeah i like that i like him uh i'm piggyback a little bit off yours i like that him flexing his muscle you know letting chris know this is this is my neighborhood bro like mm-hmm. i i like you said, he was just checking the temperature a little bit. Like, yes. you know, how can I can I punk this dude? Oh, I mm-hmm. can punk him. And then the whole thing about him, like, 
asking where he's from, assuming that he went to Berkeley, you know, assuming he went to Stanford or he was from California and finding out he's from Chicago. And we all know Chicago, you know, it goes down to Chicago, like um, assuming that they like rap rap, and come to find mm-hmm. out she doesn't, you know, all those little things like Samuel was just, you know, being a nigga, man. He's a nigga with a badge. Yeah, it's very interesting. I thought this. I wonder if Chris was really from Chicago or like surrounding areas. I was. Like, I, I didn't want to cut school off, but I was definitely about to say he was from surrounding <laughs> areas. He's not from Chicago. Or like Northside, where it's still cool. He ain't from. He ain't from the trenches. He outside, ain't. he ain't from the West Side. Like, oh no! But nah, nah. <laughs> well, we we saw that when he when he you know rolled his window all the way down like. You know better than that. If he was from he was he was from Chicago, Chicago, he would have he would have knew better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would have definitely known better. Um, the only thing they could have done with that to play around is really have some NWA playing or some shit. Yeah, that's something. The music, I will say this: the music that Chris was listening to was on brand for what that character would have listened to. Yes, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. everything about it. it I, I I don't know how to explain it, but y'all both probably know exactly what yep. I mean when I say that. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't take the low-hanging fruit and try to have the moment where, you know, Samuel asked or Abel asked him, like, well, what you listening to? What group is that? Yeah. Let me yeah. try to get him to say it. But either way, school, what um, you got next? Um, Abel harassing his CI, Clarence, <laughs> who's who's a wigger uh, in his own words when he says he's one-seventh Cherokee. He said the other 93% is wigger. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he didn't give a fuck, bro. Like it didn't really matter with uh with Abel. He didn't he didn't really care. Um Clarence was man, I didn't know what Clarence was, but in 08, that was a typical wigger, like you know, wanting to hang out in the streets, wanting to be with with the the in crowd, you know what I mean? Like, and Abel was sick of that shit. He was tired of them white, them type of white boys. And anything he could do to harass him, he was going to do. And um, I know it's not a quote, but I love the fact when he asked him, like, you're a Euro, Mexa, Jaffa, China, Stanny. Like, bro, he's on some trash. <laughs> Abel had some, yeah, Abel definitely had some issues with society. Yeah. Ray P, what you got? Um, I have, I'm proud, I'm moving us far. <laughs> the housewarming. Um, just house warming, or oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking about the I'm sorry, the barbecue, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about the party at the end. Oh, yeah, no, and for some reason, I, in my head, that was a house party, but that was just some neighborhood gathering, some neighborhood, some neighborhood shit. yeah. No, so the house warming just because tension is arising and we're sort of getting a feel for Chris and Lisa's mm-hmm. other friends, and for somebody like Abel who already has an issue. You knew that that was brewing. And I understand that Lisa was being, I guess this is something that bothers me too, but I understand that Lisa was being hospitable, but why would you invite kids over here? Y'all don't have no kids. Right. And that is true. Have no kids over there. That is true. I, I took her as a type to, to want to be welcoming. Yeah. But, I yeah. That, but yes. It don't make sense. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't make sense. There's no reason for my children to come over here. It's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, for the housewarming party, like if you just want to come swim, like that open that invitation, I didn't have an issue with. But for the housewarming, <laughs> no. 
Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's hundred percent. I had that down and something something yeah. on my notes, but I, I get it. I get it. Um, the best thing about that scene to me was the book that <laughs> that Ava brought over. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's it's called Black. It's titled yeah. Black. Like he just mm-hmm. handed it to Lisa. I think that it's Abel in his trash, making everybody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big thing in that scene was him snitching on Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, not the pot I'm worried about. I was some cigarette, but he keep flicking over the fence. Like, Man. damn, bro. Man, that's I what love, we know. I love the fact that Chris was mad enough to say something to him, though. Like, that was the first time I think Chris realized that he got to play dirty. He can't play within yeah. the, the line. Yeah. He's got to do something as well because mm-hmm. this ain't going. Like, because that's a even if you beefing with somebody or got an issue with somebody, it's still a little bit of a man code. Yeah, like, you don't do that shit. Like you bring that shit to me, but yep. you're you gonna snitch on me in front of my wife. But as a as we all know and love, Taxstone would always say, if you really want to cause a nigga some grief, bring some shit to his house. Yeah. Now you got a problem at home. Yeah. And that's gonna okay. bring some shit. So Abel was probably strategic when he did it. Oh, it was absolutely intentional. Oh, hundred percent intentional. But I mean, I didn't. I, ah, I, I, man, that just. Anyway, school. I think yeah. that Steve Abel, man, he was also trash. On some trash. Um, the scene. I, I'll go. I'll go a little further up. A little prior is when um, Chris tries to talk to Abel about the lights, and mm-hmm. Abel is fixing his car, and and he's uh he's doing he's he asked. You know, Abel, if he needs some help, and Abel, or yeah, Chris asks Abel if he needs some help, and Chris tries to help him, and he gets hurt, and he says, "You a t- you a tough guy, like you'll be all right." You uh, <laughs> he said you, you got Irish, like black Irish, probably. <laughs> like I love how Abel walks up on Chris and explains about the outside lights too. Like he even admits he sees how it can be annoying, but he does nothing about it. Like Abel's a dirty motherfucker, bro. We've definitely, esta- we've definitely established that. Like he, he just didn't care. He didn't care. And there has to, I'm surprised, even in 2008, that neighborhood has to have a HOA. Like, motherfucker, you cannot have these lights yeah. like here. Yep. Out here like that. Absolutely. But what we know, he probably was that. <laughs> oh, like the president? Yeah. He probably was. He owned his Uncle Elroy. I'm the king around here. Shit. It wouldn't surprise me. Nah, not at all. Right, you got any more scenes right um, now? Yeah, I'll go to the house call to Damon Richards' house just because mm-hmm. it's only the essentially the second time, but for real, for the first time we see um, Abel truly in action as a cop. Ah! We see he's very clearly crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think that it was worth an IA investigation? What no. he did? No. I didn't think so either. And I'm like, damn, is this copaganda? Am I have I been brainwashed? But considering that you're firing one, you fired at the police twice. You were trying to kill your girlfriend or wife with their child in the house, like you really didn't get excessive force. You fled the scene. Yeah, and you threaten to shoot yourself. Okay, do it. Yeah, I, I, I did. I was more surprised that IA was even if IA went in because you can't ignore that. You have to kind mm-hmm. of investigate it. But the yeah. fact that they went so hard at it, like why y'all? This is who Rachel. You just laid out who that person was that made this complaint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have any benefit of the doubt here. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But like she said, there was some shit that's been going on with Abel. For well, Abel, right. Like, what you been doing? <laughs> right. But it's understandable once you know. I can't remember if we're at the point of the film where we, we even get the reveal of what happened with his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once you know, it's kind of even regardless of the, the racial aspect of what happened with his wife, mm-hmm. um, they were saying in the director commentary, the worst thing you can do to a police officer is leave him with a mystery. That he'll never be able to solve. Like that's what they do. They solve cases. Mm-hmm. And I got something left with me. <laughs> that's what they're trained to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got something left with me that I'll never figure out. Yeah. So I can understand his erratic behavior if he was on some trash. But I think all well, no, I ain't, never mind. Let me chill. Go ahead, school. School. I was gonna say, Rachel. That's that was. I wrote that down. That's my favorite scene. I mm-hmm. I love that scene because not because of what the the dude was on, but how Abel handled that scene. Like he he did that thing I talked about earlier that makes me love Abel's character. Mm-hmm. Is he's very charming at first. He seems like an officer who cares, and then when he gets him alone, you know, I, I wrote it down. I gotta look at this shit. He says, uh, "Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Now stop bullshitting. You know, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, squeeze it. You gonna kill yourself? Go ahead, motherfucker. Like, just mm-hmm. just switched it up on him. Like, and back to what you were saying, Rich. Like, it, there, I think it's it's a movie thing that I a. Abel is such a, a bad cop in a sense that he there has to be an IA investigation. I don't think they just they didn't do a good job of of that. Like that's not the case or the situation that they should have brought that in on. And if they did, they should have gave us some past transgressions or something that he had to make us believe it. Because like you guys said, he tried to kill his wife or his baby mama, his kid, himself. Like mm-hmm. he shot at the cops, like Shot through the door. Shot through the door. Shot again at them. Mm-hmm. Like there's no who who gives a fuck. I like, just never picked up. I, I never picked up that Abel was a bad cop. Yeah, yeah. Like that, Like I know you said that he's a bad cop. I don't think he's a bad cop. Like I don't think. Obviously, he he, he colors outside the line. But I think at the, as far as his job and what he does, he's good. But what he was doing, his harassment was kind of light for what you see. Yeah. In movies and films, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I just. It was just a disconnect for me as far as the whole IA and them going so hard on him. And 28 years, like, come on, you got yeah. he earned something. If you had three bad years, them other 25 could have made up for it. Absolutely. It just seemed a little bit weird. Yeah. So that was that's how I feel too. Like that was just that was the movie trying to act like he was a bad cop, I guess. But they didn't do a good job there with that situation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think he was necessarily a bad cop because we our only cop interactions with him was him shaking down his CI, which mm-hmm. they do, and then this call to action. So, eh, I don't know. Um, oh, I guess which the third. Is- I'm sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, it was. I think it was weird. It kind of, in the things that bother me, but I think it was weird that he even has a CI. Like, CIs usually are for more, like, detectives and shit. Like, oh, not really. Not at all. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But I just felt like that was weird. Yeah, not anybody, especially if you are. He's a street cop. He's on yeah. the street. So if okay. you in records or something, you likely wouldn't. But if you on patrol, you definitely yeah. probably have your inside people. Okay. Um, so I'll go to my scene. Celia at Lisa's house in the aftermath. One, school, you said it earlier. She was wilding, even though going to your neighbor's house to swim should be 
just kind of whatever. It shouldn't really be a thing, the huge deal that it was. But number one, I don't care if I say, come over. You better knock on my door and say, hey, <laughs> I'm in the yard. Is it okay right. today? Because right. you don't do that. Like, that's really kind of a home training thing, which is bothering yep. me. <laughs> right. But, um. So I didn't like that. But the scene itself was endearing because consider this is a young teenage girl who does not have a mother. And mm -hmm. here is this neighbor who seems cool, who's very nice. You have a pool and you have, quote unquote, I don't want to say the ideal relationship, but the I the relationship that I am also pursuant of yeah. considering that she has this crush. So here is this lady with all this experience who could not ask. And I am missing other than these two weeks with my aunt Dory. Yeah. I am missing femininity around me. I am missing just yeah. clowning and having a good time because even though I don't think Abel was a quote unquote bad dad, you can't have fun with that nigga. Like yeah, he definitely, he definitely <laughs> had the rules on lock, man. It's it's no lightness mm -hmm. at that house. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Marcus might have a little bit, but she doesn't. Right. She's a young teenage girl. She has no freedom. So just to be over there to see her smiling and dancing, because who? doesn't love Destiny's early Destiny's child, you know? Um, she didn't even know who Destiny's child she didn't was. Know who it was. That's how much of a tight lock your mm -hmm. daddy got on you. Or just, I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say. But um, <laughs> I, that made me sad, but happy for her to have just even that brief moment of joy and then into Abel coming over. Like, what the hell? It's not a good scene. Obviously, we talked about him slapping her earlier, but it was so intense, and if it's not the climax, it's at the top of the rising action for me. Yeah, nah, it's definitely you, point in that movie after that. Hey, I'm weak because <laughs> there's a lot of shit that we want to say that we just holding back on this episode, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just weak at that. School, what you got next? Um, I got the. Lisa revealing that she's pregnant mm. to Chris um, because in the er scenes earlier, um, it's a couple scenes earlier than this that she really stopped taking her pills uh, <laughs> when they were laying down and she started asking him about a family and don't you want to have a family? I, I put that in my notes. Like this is when she stopped taking her uh, pills right then and there. And then she found out she was pregnant and Chris just wasn't with it, man. Chris, Chris has a, a lot of goals in mind and one of those right now is not being a father. I think Chris was very stressed out between Abel and his father-in-law. Like, and Lisa couldn't see it. You know what I mean? Like, she just couldn't. She didn't understand that. Like, and and I don't. I can't speak on him, but it just feels like it's stuff that he wanted to say, like us right now. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. stuff he wanted to say to her that he couldn't say without offending her or her being upset. So he just left it alone. Like, sheesh. I hear that, but I think our reasons for holding back are a little bit different because this is somebody you chose to marry. Yeah. So yeah. you should be able to say you so? what you got to say. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I get that they were, they had goals, but I didn't get that they were extreme newlyweds either. Um, I don't know. 
I didn't pick up on that either. And for anybody out there wondering, um, if your girl tells you she's pregnant, do not act like Chris. Do not respond. Oh, yeah. not at all. Free advice for y'all. Yeah. Regardless if you feel that way or not, do not <laughs> respond in that manner. Especially what really is upsetting about that is that's your wife, bro. Mm -hmm. Right. And it'd be different if there was a firm establishment of Chris saying that he never wanted kids and that kind of comes into play. But he said, not now, it's not on my mind. But okay, that's I feel like if you and this is coming from somebody who's not married, obviously. Um, but I feel like if I knew I planned for a family, but it happened a little sooner, I wouldn't be as salty as Chris was. Like he was he was really salty about that. Yeah. He was hurt. Or do you think he was more manipulative? Do you think he felt more like he was manipulated because she didn't take the birth control? I think yeah. that's what it was. I think he just felt manipulated by her. And that's why I wrote in my notes, like, if there's a moment there where she really stopped taking her pills, it was then. Like, um, yeah, he was hurt, man. He was hurt. But I Yeah, I think that that's a very funny little thing. Mm -hmm. Um. I think that if we are married, there is a discussion like, well, I'm done taking these pills. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't agree, I feel like I should say, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not married. Um, but funny, And then funny. you leave it up to me to, to, to shoot that, you know, to roll the dice on it then. Like, if you tell me, if, if we married and you tell me, like, I'm, I, I'm done taking them pills, then you leave it up to me. Like, all right, well, yeah. shit, it's where yeah. we at. Because you know what happens. Mm -hmm. Even if she had taken them faithfully, there is still a chance that, you know, one slipped through the cracks. Yeah. And I wonder then what would his reaction have been if it would have been the same. Right. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of all of that, what I was going to say is her parents had to help them get that house. So maybe Chris, I mean, he works at the grocery store. Maybe he doesn't mm -hmm. feel like he's successful enough or has amassed enough to feel good about being a father just yet. Like, so yeah, he, I, I, get I that feel too. like, he, I feel like he, he wanted to be like her father in the sense of taking care of things. Like obviously her dad got it set up. He's talking about, he got the pilot waiting on him. Like obviously mm -hmm. he has bread. Like and he yeah. wants to be able to take care of her and his family like her father can like and she and i'm sure he felt like she's not giving me that opportunity to do that and set my life up how i want to or set our life up how i want to so there is always an added pressure when mm -hmm. your partner especially a, a woman comes from a particular socioeconomic background and so for Chris and his job, you whatever, you don't have what her father has. Her parents had to help y'all get this house mm -hmm. wherever the hell y'all live out in California, which is extremely expensive. You know, um, you might not feel the greatest if I can't do for you what your parents can, mm -hmm. because what the fuck you need me for? Yeah, we gonna ask they, them I, help us? I thought they didn't help them, though, because remember, he told her. Why don't you come back and help you? Because do, do what you what we wanted you to do the whole time and help you. He alluded that he wanted her to come home to help. Did I miss? Did I miss that? At the top, they said we couldn't have done this without you when they first. Okay. first oh yeah. The house. yeah. Okay, got you. So yeah. I think there was more help. Like his father, her father wanted to give Chris a quote unquote real job. 
Mm-hmm. I got you. Oh, okay, okay, That's okay. the way I took it. But at the top of the sh- uh, movie, they did say, we couldn't have done this without you. And that's why her pops was on that trash. Like, he looked down on him. Like, you could tell. Exactly. Like, I couldn't. Exactly. Now that I know that. That's, white man? that's weird now that I know that information because it's one thing that if I'm helping you, I'm helping you in my city. I'm not, you know, I'm not helping you move 400 miles away. Yeah, but they're still in California. I don't care. Like, if I'm the one that's helping and I didn't want you to go in the first place and I don't like your husband, there's yeah, going to be some like there's going to be some conditions. Like, I'll... Yeah. You get a clue. Right. No, no you that as not a father. I was about to say, if your daughter tell you she's yep. going to be done with you and she's going to, well, then I'm not going to talk to you ever again. Like, you ain't going to risk your relationship with your daughter. I ain't raising no daughter like that. That's what you think. That's I'm, I'm, I'm talking shit. I'm, no, talk, I'm, I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking. Obviously, I'm. Just, <laughs> but, um, You're gonna be like salt. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna be a sucker. If I, have a, if I have a daughter, I'm gonna be a sucker. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I think Ray, it's on you. You still got scenes. Uh, my last scene, ish. Abel and Chris in the bar, just because yeah. we find out the backstory of why Abel hates Chris and Lisa's relationship. It yep. starts off cool. You know, just because of what we've seen so far, you know Abel is going to be on some bullshit, but it really does start off cool, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And we learned about Abel's wife and what happened and where that resentment comes from. And yep. so it, it was just good to see, like, quote unquote, the other side or a softer side of Abel or just to get why he is the way that he is. Yeah, that's 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 my last scene as well. It's just it's a full circle moment. Basically, they both just had a real shitty ass, fucked up ass day, and you know they had to go have a drink. And wow, what's the chances of me meeting you here and you know Mm -hmm. having a drink? And you know what? Fuck it, I'm about to tell you what it is. And Abel just dished it out to him and let him know, like you said, Rich, like. I, my job is to, I guess, solve mysteries in a sense. And I have the ultimate mystery that I'll never solve. Like my wife was in a car accident with this white man that she, I guess she was cheating with or whatever. And I can't even ask any questions or find out how long or this or that or anything that I want to know. Or she was cheating to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah. The only thing he know is them two kids his. <laughs> That's it. Right. <laughs> So That's some wild shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the last thing I'll say is obviously the final um few minutes of the movie, the whole standoff, Chris finding out that Abel was behind uh the attack in the house, the intruder, and then stupid. uh I'm sorry. That shit was stupid. Um, but that's part of my shit that bothers me. My things fault. that bother me, yeah, same. Um, and then just Chris provoking Abel until he reacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause Chris definitely would have gone to jail if yes. he didn't cause the yep. police to shoot Abel. So mm-hmm. that's it. I got you, Rachel. What you got for best quotes? This right. is real. this is dope. Let's keep a gangster. That's all I have written down. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen. Let me let me tell this right now. This is I, I've I've talked about YouTube movies on here. Mm-hmm. This is a movie where I I never have ever I've never had the um, desire to look up any scenes on YouTube, and I've never used any quote from this film ever. 
in like everyday life. Like it's just one of those movies where it's just it's not quotable. It's not quotable, and it just doesn't. I I think they they this movie had a little bit more potential than what it delivered. It's cool, but you got to watch it as a whole. There's I'm never sitting back like oh I gotta let me YouTube that one scene in Lakeview Terrace because it's just not. Yeah, it's some silly shit, man. Um, I agree. I don't really have any any quotes, but that my favorite scene is the scene that I would definitely YouTube. Like, just that switch that Abel turns on with that with that criminal, bro, is ridiculous, bro. That shit is hilarious to me. Mm. But yeah, there's no real no quotables on this. Scene stealer. I don't have one. I don't have one of them either. I wrote nobody. I, I put down on my notes. Nobody wowed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things that bother you. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. Um, um, like I said, it's clear that Clarence was a snitch, but I feel like it, it really bothered me that they did all that shit right in front of all his homies. Like, they should have took him in the car and drove him up the street a little bit or something to do that for him to tell them all that bullshit. I, it just didn't make sense for them to do that right there in front of them. Um, he that's explained the one that thing. though, huh? He explained that though in that scene. Oh, okay. I missed remember it. he said like if it if right here if I do it right here it looks like you got you fought the cops and you lost like you look like you oh, okay against us. Yeah, so he kind of explained that part. Okay, got you. I missed it. Um, it's just something that bothered me, and it's just it's really minute and stupid, but I didn't understand why um Abel was using his regular phone mm. to contact his CI. You should have another number for that, even if for no other job, for this job, why mm. you using my regular number just in case anything happens. And um, the other thing that bothered me was Clarence not just getting the fuck out of the house, even if he saw uh, what's her face. Lisa, even when she got in the shower. Lisa saw him. Um, you could have still ran out. She wouldn't have caught you. She put you like you could have gotten quote unquote away. Yeah. Go to the back like. Abel and Chris, they would have come through the front. Like you could, you had enough time. Had you not have been tossing her around, you mm -hmm. could have got the fuck out of Dodge, essentially, yep. or at least gotten out of there, gotten out of the house. Even if you didn't get far, you could have ducked off. Yep. That's that's the thing. That's the other thing that bothered me is just like you said, um, when she got in the shower. That was enough time for him to dip out. And the yeah, second thing was, yeah, that, that's the way it was looking yeah it seemed like that but the the mm -hmm. second the second thing that bothered me was him answering his phone like you had been calling the ci back and forth when when you look down you should have known that number so why the fuck did you answer your phone you yeah. didn't even look you didn't even look Turner, after the like, fact. stupid stupid yeah that's what that was the thing because again why are you using your regular ass mm -hmm. work phone for this inside ass job so stupid yeah, phone was a big issue. Chris kept falling for the okie doke. That really pissed me off the whole movie. Yeah. Every single time him and Abel got into it, Abel just hit him with the hold on, Chris. Just come on. Let's have a uh, fuck, <laughs> you. fuck you, bro. Yeah. He did, though. He can hold on. Every single time, like even at the bar. Like, nah, bro, I had my drink. Fuck you and your drink. I'm I'm about to been stop fucking with Abel. Yeah. yeah. And the last only other thing, 
only other thing I had was you bought trees, but you ain't bought cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Buy some cameras and, and put it into this shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to police. I'm going to my attorney office. Yeah. Like, I'm going straight to file a harassment charge and we getting this over with because you want some trash. And being done with it. Um, This is those yard battles gone over the mm-hmm. top that whole scene is standing there. But also, don't have no shit that hangs over into my yard. I feel them on that. We got beef. Yep. Yeah. No, I feel them on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're not, because it goes back to like him being a cop. Like you think you're going to win when it comes to certain things like that. Like he knows, he knows the dumbest laws that you don't even, you can't even fathom. He knows those laws. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you're not going to win that. So there's not a come see about me moment, but mm-hmm. I do have a question for you, Rachel, in, the, in that regards. Okay. If you Lisa and all this is transpiring and you're witnessing this, are you staying with Chris? Like, how are you? How are you feeling about Chris? How's your temperature about your man in this moment? Um, well, not being able to go ahead. Chris wouldn't be my man, number one. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just get that straight. Um, I will be mad as fuck. Like, what? What's going on here? Why you can't defend yourself? But again, he wouldn't be my partner because there's just certain personality things that I'm not asking you to antagonize, Abel. But you really ain't bossy enough to at all. Like the fact that I knew that when he was driving that U-Haul. Yeah. My thing is, there were way too many times in this film where Lisa was on that. Like I'm about to go talk to him, Mm -hmm. and that should never be the case. Yeah, but some first conversation should have been on some like setting the tone. Like I said, there would have been a different understanding. I believe I would like to believe that me and Abel would have had a very different understanding of what. Christmas Absolutely, was but he wouldn't have pressed you like that. Yeah, because you another black man, mm-hmm. and I think we talked about it being reversed. Even if it was a black man with a white woman, I don't think that he would have had that same reaction. Yeah, it was very much the dynamic of this white man and this black woman. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what's crazy? The fact that I wonder what would have happened if Abel would have found out that his daughter liked the white boy. Oh, it wasn't going down. And he was shutting that shit down immediately. And I wrote this down too, and I, I forgot to mention this. Um Aunt, what's her name? Aunt Dory. Aunt Dory. You peep earlier when uh Celia said she's done with this family and I'm never coming back and I'm going to stay with Aunt Dory. I'm never, like, that was some foreshadowing. I just peeped that earlier, like, when I watched it again, like, she basically yeah. foreshadowed her staying with Aunt Dory because they didn't, they didn't come back. He got killed. It's over. Yeah, they in fact did stay with her family. <laughs> Forever. That's what happened. So. Um, me and school are the same family, but I say aunt. Um, Alright, so any actors from The Wire? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I say both. Nobody in they, nobody in, they, in the wire would ever fuck with this movie. Uh, you're probably right. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. No actors from the wire soundtrack. Like I said, uh, I can see I, Isaiah Whitlock in this. <laughs> I can't see Isaiah Whitlock in this. That's like the IA. Okay, I can see Isaiah Whitlock in one of them, <laughs> the police chief or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy you say that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, soundtrack soundtrack doesn't matter. We talked about the music that Chris was listening to, seemed on mm-hmm. brand. Wouldn't let that happen to me. Anybody got anything for that? 
I probably would have already left that house. I'm not dealing with this crazy yeah. ass neighbor. And you got wildfires on top of it. Like, uh, yeah, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd be on the same thing. Like I said, I, we acknowledge that it, it, you can't just approach it like anything else because it, it is an officer of the law. Yeah. School, you got any trivia for us? Let me see. I believe I do. No, I don't actually. Nothing, nothing too interesting. I mean, the only thing that I found interesting was it's one of the rare films that use the word fuck twice and still keep a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. Usually you get one fuck, they use two. Mm-hmm. Too high, too low, just right. Oh, sorry. I do I do have something, bro. Uh, do you guys know why this movie is titled Lakeview Terrace? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get into that. Okay. It's the name of the area where Rodney King was beaten by Los Angeles police officers in 91. Hence the Chris earlier saying, can't we all just get along? So I thought that was, I thought that was neat. You know, that's a famous, that's real. One of those famous quotes, man. Mm-hmm. Between, between that, the couple, the daughter liking the white dude, that's why I made the joke. And I thought maybe yeah. the internet earlier in the year, man, that's some silly <laughs> shit. They really went OG with the shit. They did. Um, too high, too low, just right. This the average view. <laughs> the average view of this film um, rates at a six point two out of ten, which is ridiculous to me. It's cool. Too That's high, just too right. Low, right. That's just right. Ray P, what you got? Five five. Hey man, Samuel is in this movie, man. And that's the reason that's a, and that's the reason it's not getting lower than a five. I have it in my notes. <laughs> I want to go lower than five, but the fact that Samuel Jackson, it just feels disrespectful if I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this isn't a good movie. It's just not. It's just it's not better than snakes on the plane. Uh oh, please. Fuck out of here. I don't know, man. I might watch uh, Yeah, well, go ahead. Well, why can't him come before this? Now you being disrespectful, man. I'm not a fan of the movie. I just think it it just didn't do it for me. I like it, don't get me wrong, but I just something about it doesn't. I would watch Kingdom Come over this. Just I think I would watch Kingdom Come over this. Yeah, I I don't. I think this is the only movie we've ever done that I would pick Kingdom Come over. (laughs) It's just it's just disjointed, and it's it's one of those movies that once you've seen it, once you get it, there's no rewatchable moments. There's no moments, and I'm just like, ooh. Here come this scene. It's just mm-hmm. if you watch if you like Samuel, but Samuel's been in a million fucking things. So yeah. I can just watch one of those million other things that he's been in. Carrie Washington didn't do enough in this film for me. And it's not her fault. I love Carrie Washington. Yeah. Um, the actors that we didn't have any, we didn't even have any scene stealers. Like it's just not yeah. it just mm-hmm. didn't curl all the way over like it could have. But yeah. once you if you see it the first time, you see them the first few times, cool. Like I, I enjoy it. It's just not something. I know you say you'll watch it four or five more times. I think I'm done with this one. I'm watching it again. Yeah, I am. And listen, I ain't mad at you. To each his own. Like it is what it is. Like I, I like my own set of goofy shit as well. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I Y'all need like Soul Plane. So and I'll watch Soul Plane a million times over before this. This Soul Plane ain't. Even, this ain't even close to Soul Plane as far as from an entertainment standpoint. Not even close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Samuel Jackson, man. I do love you though. My guy. All right. I think that wraps us up for this week. Yep. School. Sorry for shitting on your movie, but happy birthday, man. Nah, as everybody, um, for everybody out there listening, if you can like, review, rate, we're at the end of the episode. So as soon as you finish, just give us a you know, whatever stars you feel we deserve, whatever comment you feel we deserve, yeah. whether you're watching on YouTube, 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, whatever the case is. We definitely appreciate y'all tuning in to us. Uh, we'll have another episode next week. Um, I think we told y'all earlier this year, every end of the quarter, so every end of three months, we take that week off. So the last week of this month, we won't have an episode drop. But I think we have one or two more before we take that little break. Um, and like I said, we got y'all. Please come over and check us out. Run the world on stars. Incredible television. With that being said, y'all be cool. How y'all be cool? Peace. Bye. Ha, <laughs>